I would like to offer a public service announcement. The season is upon us. The season of awkward gatherings among co-workers, family members, other warlocks and witches we see only twice a year for the solstices. And something insidious has crept into our shared meal experiences. And I believe you can trace the origins of this horrible social ill to a place called Flavortown, the mayor of which, I gather, is one Guy Fieri. Well, here's the evil which he has wrought upon the land. Two individuals will be holding a chicken wing, greasy and dripping and delicious, cradling a cocktail napkin in the other hand to catch the oily spills. And before they bite into the succulent morsel, they push the wings forward in the air towards each other and let them touch while saying, Cheers! Well, that's not how cheers is supposed to work, friends. If I'm at an event and we clink glasses, salute, lachayim, I'm all over it. But if you approach me with a wing or a pig in a blanket or some other hors d'oeuvre, ready to say cheers with your food, I will retreat to my spell-casting hole and whip up a curse the likes of which you've never seen. I'm just not the touching food type, and that's got to be okay with you. I'm certainly okay with it, and I'm okay with you, so let's leave it at that as we open up the portal that will lead us to the Deep Night. Hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, and let's get right to it with another hour of regrets and revelations and rising stars in the deep night. We come to you tonight, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And the Gowanus received a light dusting of snow this week, so expect it to spew slightly cooler fumes for the next week or so. That's perfect if you're planning to host a Thanksgiving leftovers party down on the shores. Wouldn't that be something? Like a Seurat painting, but everyone's melting. All right, a couple of things as we get started. Uh, this is a live show. I love doing it. It's wonderful when people are there, and I know it's. I've been at this for a while, but if you're in New York, please come by. I guarantee you a great time, and we only do about five shows of the season. We've already done two, three left, and the reason we do so few is because I'm getting older. But the next three are going to be amazing. So I hope that you'll come out. Secondly, oh, this has been so much fun. My work as a wellness advisor over on the special without Brett Davis, the Cable Access Show. That that work has been just so rewarding. And I think things really came to a head this past week when I hosted the show and led everyone through one of my personal guided meditations. And some of that material will be familiar to you, but some of it is new and all of it is strange. Uh, plus, I got to interview uh, comedian Megan Keister, uh, who was just, oh, just whip-smart and lovely. So please check out the episodes over there on YouTube or we have it on our website. Did you know we had a video section of our site? We do. Deepnightshow.com. It's right there. Click videos. Uh, we visited a hypnotist doing that stuff with Brett, and gosh, I only wish it had worked on me because it looked like, boy, that was really something, how you could just reduce a person to nothing. What a skill, and what a time we had. We had a lot of fun on this show, too, on this live one you're about to hear. My thanks to my guests, Laura Kraft, Claire O'Kane, Fumi Abe, and Hallie Haas. 
Um, we had uh, great conversations, and it was uh, a, a wonderful time. And, of course, thanks to a Deep Night Dancers, 96-Speed Dance Theater, Lillian and Andre, and to our maestro Cornelius Loy on the theremin. And we'll be putting some of the video of the show up there, including maybe some things that uh, you won't hear in the, in the broadcast. So if, you, if you're listening to the show and think, gosh, I wonder what it looks like, now, now, you, now you can just check. You can look at the video, and it, it'll be up there. So uh, now let's get to it. Uh, I hope everyone has a nice holiday. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Please enjoy this live episode recorded at the Slipper Room in New York City. Cornelius Loy is here tonight on the theremin. Gosh, that's beautiful. Is that the, that's the, is this song? Yeah, you got it. Is that, that's the song you were telling me you sung at the, the holiday party last year, right? That, that's right. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Silent night? Loud night. Very, very noisy theremin night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And thank you for wearing your uh, Thanksgiving uh, shirt tonight, Cornelius. Uh, Nice to see you. And now, uh, (laughs) now I know you told me this before, but where's your family from? My family? Yeah. From outer space. (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs) An alien. Now, uh, this time of year, year, given that that's quite a distance, will you spend uh, Thanksgiving with uh, friends, something like that? Other witches? Other witches. We'll take ayahuasca. We'll contact dead loved ones, you know. My goodness. Thanksgiving circles. (laughs) That sounds delightful. Um, Do you have a recipe that you make, Cornelius, that you like to bring to the Thanksgiving festivities? Um... Anything pumpkin spice from Starbucks? <laughs> sure, classic. Just like the Pilgrims. They're the ones that brought it over, you know, p- pumpkin spice. Uh, well, that's great. There we go. Uh, energies of the cosmos are being played and tickled here tonight. Cornelius, could you play me a little sitting down music, something uh, low and slow, like a turkey roasting uh, over a spit? There it is. That's great. Thank you, Cornelius. Thank you. It's always good to sit. That's wonderful, the sounds of sitting. Uh, Okay, folks, we have a great show for you tonight. We're going to get started. Uh, Our first guest, oh, you've seen her all around town, uh, doing so many great things. She's a talented performer, comedian, does lots of characters. Maybe you've seen her at UCB. Well, she's here tonight, so we're going to see her here tonight. Please welcome Hallie Haas, ladies and gentlemen. That's your mic. This is my mic. Oh, yes, my close-up. Wonderful. Hi. That's great. I think we can start. That's oh my wonderful. God. Well, I Deep love night, them. Deep Night Dancers mm. showing us shapes yeah. with their bodies. Really Do you ever make shapes. shapes with your bodies? Hallie? I love to make shape with my body. Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. I can turn it this way, this way, any which way, legs up, legs down, you know. Yep. Yep. I, thankfully, I can still move, you yeah. know. <laughs> this is true. we got to take uh, uh, comfort in the small things. We must. Like uh, movement. Like movement. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
I'm a legs up kind of guy. Yeah. But anyhow, <laughs> Hallie, uh, uh, you, uh, a couple of things that I know about you. Mm-hmm. Um, you were a child actor. You love performing. Yes, I was a child actor. You uh, uh, went to Oberlin. I went to Oberlin College. Seems, seems kind of like a weird place. It is a weird place. And uh, <laughs> you can play any instrument. I can play it. Pretty much any instrument, not that one. Not, not that's a magic. One. That's a magic trick. Yeah. Yeah. What's he touching? <laughs> you know. That's. I'm just like. What's in there? You know. It's just magic. Thank you, Cornelius. I feel like we're not like rightfully amazed by this. Like I. No. I, I Thank am, you. I'm. I, it's really, truly incredible. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's You're right. welcome. That's You're welcome. That's wonderful. That's you wonderful. guys get it. You get it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. I can let's play keep almost every instrument. That's wonderful. Do you have yeah. a favorite? I love to play. I love to play the cello. Oh, yes. Um, I like the cello because it has the, it, it can reach the higher tones, but isn't as screechy as the violin, and yet we can get down there to the bass tones as well. Oh, my. You really get serious with the cello. Oh, oh boy, do a I. A lot I'm of this. Yeah. a lot of this. I'm holding it here. Yeah. I got yeah. my arm up on its neck. Prepared yeah, for anything. Yeah, my hand on its body. It's, there you it's are. a sensual instrument. Very sensual. Very. It is very sensual. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, as I understand it, you live with a great many people. I do. I live with 10 people. Yes. That Now, I don't know a lot, <laughs> but that seems like too many people. You know, <laughs> it would be for a small space, but we have plentiful space, yeah. and um, we we live together in harmony and, and community, and it is it, it is a delight. Yeah, no, that sounds Don't like... Don't laugh at that. <laughs> That's a nice thing. Yeah, that, that sounds like New York. Um, <laughs> now, are you sure this isn't some kind of squatting situation? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, and it's not... It a would ho- be cool if I didn't know, though. I, I, I like the thought uh, of living in a squat and not knowing that yeah. that's what it is. A squat surprise. Why haven't we turned on the lights, you know? <laughs> right. Who keeps banging on my door? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many squirrels? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not a hotel? It's not a hotel. Okay, there's not a complimentary breakfast There's anywhere. not a complimentary... No, oops, I just touched it with my mouth. Um, there's no complimentary breakfast. I mean, we cook breakfast for each other sometimes. J- just for people listening at home, when you say you touched it with your mouth, I want to be clear <laughs> that she's talking about the microphone. Yes, the microphone. <laughs> yes. It, it hit my, it hit my we've lips. we've already entered into lips. sensual territory, and I don't want right. anybody getting the wrong idea. That's true. I touched it... Yeah, I touched it with yes. my mouth. It's quite yes. a thing to say. Uh, now, so uh, you live with all these people... Uh, mm-hmm. y- y'all get along? We get along great. Yeah, we live together. We, it's an intentional community. So we, we came together with the intention of supporting and loving each other and living together in harmony and community, as I said before. <laughs> Does it sound silly? It's so lovely. <laughs> no, no, I was in one of those deals, too. <laughs> you get involved in a commune, it can be fine. But uh, the chore wheel is uh, tough. You know, we actually don't have a chore wheel. No? No, we have house love. Oh, brother. <laughs> One of my roommates is here tonight, as it were. Um, oh, we, Yeah, we, the idea, would you like to hear? Would you like to hear about house love? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So, oh my God, this magical thing again. Oh, boy, do I love it. Um, house love is the idea. 
<laughs> yeah. that you contribute uh, at least two hours of your time in loving the house in whichever way you're drawn to. So that might mean cooking, that might mean bringing the compost, that might mean fixing a, a bathroom hook on the wall or writing emails. It's it's But there is no must, right? Yeah. It's And then we check in every week to say what we did so that you get rightfully shamed if you did nothing. Oh, okay. But now if you live by yourself, and uh, let's just say that's the goal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what would you most look forward to? Would it be an individual bathroom? Would it be a yard? What's the dream? If I lived dream? by myself? Yes, imagine that. Wow, what an interesting idea. It, um, it has never occurred to you before? <laughs> I really love living with people. I, I It gives me much joy. I think, hmm, I mean, but having a yard, I could share a yard with some, I don't need a yard to myself. You want me to answer the question? I'm encouraging you to think selfishly for okay, just I'll think once selfishly. in okay, your life. Okay, okay, Howard. I guess the thing, okay, here's what I would look forward to. Yeah. I would look forward to buying um, a bunch of kale, let's say, bringing it home and knowing that that night it would still be there. Right? That's fair. That's pretty yeah. fair, right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes I'm hiding vegetables around the house because <laughs> I'm thinking if I don't uh, tuck this away in a nook or cranny, I don't know if it'll be here. And yeah. then I can't make my risotto or what have you. No, beautiful kale risotto. Yeah, that so, sounds good. Yeah, A green risotto? Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, best enjoyed independently. <laughs> you like to spend time alone, I take it? I do, I, I do. do. But uh, right now I'm sharing a bathroom with Lillian, mm. and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot. But <laughs> yeah. And but she has lots of creams. So many creams. That's so many creams. Thing. Women bring so many creams Women into the situation. You know, I have a bunch of creams. Sometimes I'm like, should I try this? One? You know, it's like you want yep. variety in your Just creams. Put them under the sink, though. You could keep them. The point is. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. The point is, we need more creams. Now, do any of the folks that you live with? Uh, I assume they're all happy being involved with this alternative situation you're in do do any do any of them they're they're involved in uh, you know uh, crystals self-care that kind of thing they like the I cosmic would, stuff i would say yes yeah. i would say yes we have a fair amount of cosmic books in our communal bookshelf mm. uh love mm-hmm. okay love signs that's all about the signs um a lot of a lot of pressure points happening in the house does yeah. everybody, anybody know what that is you know like the different parts okay yeah a little light a little light Clapping for yeah, that. Yep. Um, body work. There's a lot of body work happening, I would say. With each other. What is he? Mm, <laughs> well, maybe if you're stressed, someone say, oh, you look like you're, you look tight. Maybe I'll give you a little yeah. acupressure. Well, I know? would be stressed 100% of the time if I was living with 10 <laughs> other people. <laughs> so somebody better give me a massage. And, you know, you're going to get it whether or not you want it. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> no, no, no. You can say no. no, thank you. Yeah, sure. No, thanks. Yeah. Not part of the rules. Not part of it. Uh, and do you yourself have any kind of self-care rituals that you follow that you have to get through? Because it can be a tough time in life. Yeah. I mean, I like to I like to lay down in bed with a good book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does that count as self-care? Yeah, sure. I think that's self-care. Yeah. You pop a book from the communal bookshelf and, and I get into the shared sheets. <laughs> That everyone is taking I turns washing. I have my own bed. I have my own bed. <laughs> and what I like to do before bed as a self-care is look around my room for flies and then hit them with my New Yorker. And and <laughs> I share it because it's truly a part of my ritual. But, you know, that is my self-care. But are your parents concerned for what's going on with, with this? Absolutely not. 
much. With all the flies and the <laughs> touching. The flies, I mean, the flies, I would talk, I, I really hate the flies. The flies. Of course you do. Why, why do you have so many flies? Because someone opened the window. Nope. Somebody's Even, not practicing the love of closing the window. That's, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I know, it's rough. It's yeah. rough. Yeah, it's, it's rough. rough. I love Sounds everything. Rough. I really, the flies are hard for me. Yeah. But I, but everything yeah. else is great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sounds like things are going pretty well. They're going really well. Comedy wise. <laughs> What's so funny about that? I, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Sounds like that. That's the ideal situation. But you chose it. You chose it. I chose it. it. Yeah, I, no, I, that's I, great. I chose it. I love it. I live. I've lived there for three and a half years. That's wonderful. I know, isn't it? My wonderful? goodness. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, now uh, you 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 have a, a love of uh, a PBS. Is that true? Well, I do. I do love PBS. So you sometime you carve out a little bit of time. You say, "Hey, guys, get away from the TV." I'm gonna watch PBS. <laughs> I'm gonna watch my well, PBS. Well, we don't have a TV. <laughs> Of course so you don't. We don't have a TV, and we're not allowed to have one either. So yeah, if you came okay. with one, we'd say, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But Ow. we do have a projector. <laughs> huh? Yeah, okay. Everyone? Yeah, so... And so, oh boy, do we project cool vids. <laughs> so so you, yes! you go you go out and you you buy a PBS DVD? And Yeah, and I stick it in north, north and south, and I'm sitting in the living room <laughs> just watching the lovely women go by in their hoop skirts. All about the hoop skirts, people. What year is it that you're in? <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do I seem like I'm from another time? Uh, I I don't know. I, this seems like a very uh, unusual, maybe '70s kind of a vibe for everybody. Oh, oh, there. the house I live in. It yeah. is a little. Set. We have a disco berry. We've got a disco strawberry that hangs. Yeah. A really big one hangs in the corner. Disco berry. A disco berry. Yeah. You know. Well, it's like a disco yeah. ball, but it's a berry and it doesn't turn around. That's so wonderful. Yeah? So it's pretty That's close. That's great. You love it. That's great. You uh, want to come over? I can tell. You're like, I can't I, wait to come over I and get say massage. No. I wouldn't say I'm no. I'm gonna get a chickpea <laughs> stew in my tummy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> chickpea stew. He loves it. <laughs> I love. I love any kind of hearty soup. Um. Who doesn't? It's the time of year, am I right? Uh, no, absolutely. I know. 100%. It gets chilly. I'm like, where's my thick liquid? You yep, know, that's yep. what I want. Get something Ooh. a little. Oh boy. <laughs> that's the sound of a of a hearty broth if I've ever heard one. Okay. We're straight down the gullet. Okay. I urge you to use your powers for good, Cornelius. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, but you, uh, the reason I even bring up the whole PBS thing is right. because you do a character based on Laura Linney. I do. Uh, who hosts a show on PBS. She does. She, yeah. if For those of you who aren't aware, Laura Linney is the current host of Masterpiece Classic, yeah, which okay. is, yeah, we love, I mean, I love Laura Linney, but why is she hosting that? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's exclusively it's exclusively British time pieces. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watches. Period dramas. Period yeah. dramas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Period dramas. Time pieces. It's only, uh, it's a watch show. Just, it's like Antiques Roadshow just, just for watches. Exactly. Watch. And every once in a while they go, yeah, okay. Um, just big They show ben. a clock, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know, why is she hosting it? Who knows? Who knows? But oh boy, does she deliver. Yeah. Oh boy, does she deliver. She seems like somebody who would show up and just give 110%. She does. Hi, yeah. I'm Laura Linney. And this is Masterpiece Classic. <laughs> Love that. There you, you go. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> Stop. Uh, it's a light impression, you know. Laura Linney, she, uh, 
<laughs> you know, there are hard impressions and light impressions. Yeah, no, light impression. That was about 60% of Laura Linney delivering 110%. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you have to gauge, you know, every every know, every glass needs a different amount of water inside of it. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, My, you know what I, mean? I, I do know what you mean, and, and I love PBS. I wish that they would uh, discover something other than Woodstock and World War II, mm. because that seems like that's the only time that they're interested in. Right. You they know? do. They love. They also love jazz. History of jazz. Yeah, a little no, bit. A yeah. little bit. I just want like, like a special on the Teapot Dome scandal. I want something that happened. Like what? Tell me more about Eisenhower. It's just so yeah. much. I think everyone's on... wanting more material on Eisenhower. <laughs> Thank right? you. I think we're yes. all we are all yes. wondering. Thank Clamoring you. Yes. For it. Yes. More Eisenhower. How did he get through that second heart right. attack? How did he deal with Nixon? Right. Who being supported there? him? He didn't like Nixon. Nixon he, was looking to him as a father figure, but he didn't have anything to offer. Right. He didn't like the guy. Right. It was confusing. It was, it was confusing. confusing. It was confusing. And, the, and I think the country still is confused. We're sitting here wondering. We need to be educated, yeah. PBS. What happened to Eisenhower? That's right. Yeah. If um, I ever get an audience with a PBS exec, yep. that is exactly what I'll say. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Where's our Eisenhower special? And they're going to go, what? Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like about you, Hallie, is that you dream big. I do dream big. That's so wonderful. And thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you very much. <laughs> Manifest now, Destiny. Now, do you have some shows coming up that people can catch you? That is true. I do have a show coming up. You know what? You didn't ask me this before. Yes. And so I didn't prepare to make an answer. Oh, But my. I have a show. I'm doing a show on December 1st. Oh. At Pine Box Rock Shop. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's at eight. <laughs> well, I think it sounds wonderful. I think it's at eight. I think I'm going to be doing characters on that show at 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, that's terrific. Well, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so glad that you were able to stop by. Can you stick around? I would love to stick around. Okay, Thank Hallie so Haas, everybody. Thanks so much for having me. So wonderful. Oh, my God, do I stay? You can just scoot down, I scoot down. One. I scoot down. Scoot down. Leave the mic where it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, our next uh, guest up here is a gifted stand-up. Uh, she's uh, written for uh, everything from SpongeBob, SquarePants, to Vice. That's the whole thing. That's the whole strain. That's the whole gamut there. And uh, she's got a great new album called Let It Be. Uh, please welcome Claire O'Kane, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Hi. Hi there, Claire. Thank you, ladies. Wow, what a treat. Deep night dancers. Well, it's a generous pour there. Yeah, I let's uh, I think it's mostly melted ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> Me neither. Oh. Okay. Claire, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good, Dale. <laughs> great. Um, I was listening to this great interview, and yeah. um, I must say that we have two diametrically opposed ways of thinking and living. <laughs> uh, I guess all I can really say is, without being um, just being too negative, yeah, uh, is that I think you're very. You seem like a very lovely person, positive person. Yes, um, and I hate the way you live <laughs> and i hate everything about how you describe well, no, your life well, well, well claire what, what what do you mean by well that? you know i just uh, i live alone I, yeah. well, I don't live alone i have my boy boyfriend 
Yeah. But I really I uh, love being alone to a detrimental the a detrimental amount of being alone. Um, but you know, I that that's just the bulk of it. I the, like to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> so that many people would not not be uh, great for you. No, I did live with seven other people at one point in my life. Yeah. When I went to art school. Heard of that, it? That's the time to do it. Yeah. That's the time to do it. And uh, that was mostly uh, an experiment in let's see how little we can pay for the most amount of experience. Uh, oh. And I'm familiar with you that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that strategy. <laughs> yes. um, a lot of painting each other's bodies, a lot of um, just spray painting a fuck you on the wall or whatever. Um, and then smoking inside, of course. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, a big, a big inside, <laughs> indoor smoker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, happy to hear his cause finally championed. Um, all with the support of our uh, parents' hard-earned money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that just didn't work out. Yeah. No, I studied a little mold making at uh, art school, and I know the vibe. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah, you, you know? get it. Yeah. 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 It's, an it's an aggressive relaxation <laughs> being yes. in art school. Using yes. your creative mind uh, to uh, create as much chaos as possible without making sure uh, everybody still likes you. Yep. It's a really hard balance. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. The more people I introduce into my life, that means the more people who could potentially not like me. <laughs> and I don't need that. You know? I think this is where we find a little common ground, Claire, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I want people to like me. I just want people to like me. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's yeah. my whole thing. That's it. Uh, <sighs> but Claire, uh, you, this album that you have out now, Let It Be, yeah. uh, it's a great title. Thanks. I was disappointed that it wasn't just Beatles covers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the Beatles do get a mention. Do they? They do. It's in a segment about... I don't know the proper terminology, but fingering, I think, is, is what's oh, involved. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, there's a lot of very blue material on this album, It's quite Claire. blue. I, sh <laughs> I should have called it uh, the Blue Album. <laughs> That's right. It's a little yeah. randy. <laughs> I could, uh, yeah. That's funny. Weezer, yeah. I like that. Well, and uh, no. That's, that has nothing to do with Weezer. <laughs> the thought that I just had in my head that flashed across my, sta my uh, stage of my mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my, my chips are, sh are short-circuiting. Mm -hmm. The point is, <laughs> uh, did you have a good time making this album? I had a great time making this album. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's a culmination of my life's work. Uh, by that, I mean the last eight years of yeah. my life. Um, and this is your first one? Yeah, first album. Yeah, okay. And it really runs the gamut, you know, from uh, fingering to light fingering <laughs> to um, eating a woman out for the first time. That's a very big, that's a that's like a five-minute chunk, as we say in stand-up. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great word to use Yeah. in that context. Chunk. Yeah, yeah, chunk is a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's terrific. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. And I learned a lot. <laughs> As you can imagine. Um, but now, uh, you did work for SpongeBob at some time. Yes, I did. I wrote for SpongeBob. Now, I'm sure you've talked about this before, but are you contractually obligated to then hold one of the ropes at the Macy's Day Thanksgiving <laughs> no. balloon? Do you no. have to go out there with uh, SpongeBob? And no. Make sure he doesn't float away. I feel like I should be. 
Have there's... you ever thought about it? You know, Dale, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you see? But uh, not too in-depth. No, no. no, no. Well, that would be fun if we both went out there and did it. Rassle a big balloon like that? Yeah. You know what I always think of when I think of Macy's Day Parade balloons? Though? What's that? When Snoopy yeah. killed someone. Do you remember that? Got loose, did he? Snoopy. Was it Snoopy? One of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, one of them. Listen, I am happy to pin this on Snoopy. Again, I, <laughs> I don't want to put words in the news's no, mouth. Oh, no. Charles Schultz was a monster. Let's <laughs> pin it on Snoopy. But I think that one, there was a big balloon. Yeah. And the balloon got, one of the balloons got loose. Yep. And then it's a, it's a heavy ass, I don't know if I can curse. It's a, yeah. big, a big booty balloon. It's a big, yeah. And I think it killed someone <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day. That's a terrible way to go out, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that person wasn't looking forward to having dinner with their family anyway. True. I mean, True. maybe that was a relief in some way. And then one less meal to prepare. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's <laughs> great for everybody. Kind of a win all around, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to shed a tear for that fella. No, but that would be. You have a favorite balloon in the in the parade. Do you like to watch that? Um, I like watching uh, the tired uh, musical actors uh, from the Broadway musical actors yep. just kind of half-heartedly <laughs> uh, cabaret <laughs> and uh, in the freezing cold <laughs> in <right>. their costume. <laughs> um, it's always real early, always real cold. I feel like they're all lip syncing. Yes. And, and but they still somehow end by going, <laughs> even though they haven't really used their breath. <laughs> yeah. 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 But now you grew up in a place that wasn't cold out there in the South Bay in San Jose. Beautiful San Jose, 408. Beautiful San Jose. A place that I, when I think of it, I think tan. That's what I think of. Tan people? No, the building's just mostly tan. Yeah, you're just, right. It has kind of a tan vibe. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a not this, not that, just kind of San Jose. Yeah. 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 Definitely. The place that I visited and always been happy to leave. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely one of those places that uh, someone says, do you want to go here or do you want to go here? And then they go, I don't want to. Uh, I'll go here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything funny to say about it. No, you, you, you choose something that's not that. But yeah. now, did, uh, speaking of that, you, you left and you went out to, to the Bay Area, San yes. Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, I know San Jose is Bay Area, but... Go with me. You went to the cities, the places where people like to be that aren't yeah. tan. Mm -hmm. And you went to San Francisco. Did you ever spend some time over there at 924 Gilman in Berkeley? Were you tearing things up at the skate park down at the Embarcadero shredding? <laughs> I was skating a little at the Embarcadero. Yeah. yeah. I never, I didn't go to Gilman, though, for whatever reason. That was a kind of a punk scene over there. Huge punk scene. Yeah. yeah. That was where I was kind of hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in the peri periphery. Yeah, periphery. but you like to skate? I do. Yeah. I like to shred. Do you still do it? I do. Yeah. I'm going on a big skate trip on Sunday at uh, upstate. Wow. To a skate park inside. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. That sounds uh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be great. Will there be foliage? Uh, I assume. Yeah. Unless yeah. something has happened. Yeah, well, we never that know. I don't do know we? About. We, we never know. It, it will probably not surprise you to know that I was never much of a skater. Mm. No, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I went me. down one hill on one of the old banana boards, Woo. you know, those little skinny ones, and just flopped off, never went Scary. back. Yeah. 
It's rough. It's rough. When you fall, it's rough. It, you never forget it, do and you? you never forget. No. no. It can be d- very difficult. Yeah. Uh, now, have you had any experiences with the occult? Uh, yeah, recently I did buy a tarot card deck. You did? For the first you did. time in my what's, life. What's the brand? It's the, you know, that classic 70s, uh, there's kind of a yellow aesthetic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot of yellow. A lot of yellow. Um, so that's the one I bought. Yep. I forget. It's like somebody's name specifically. Yep. And have you, have you done some readings from it? Have you, have you engaged with it? Uh, I've tried to on myself and then overall, I'm just like, I can't, I don't know. I'd have to do it on someone else. I've yep. never done it on someone else, mm-hmm. but I also don't know enough yet, I think. And, uh, you've, you've probably experienced loss. We all have. Oh, tons of it. If, yeah. you've, if you've heard my album, let it be on a special thing records.com. Yes. Um, yeah, I have jokes. I think I have three jokes about three dead people in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we all we all do, yeah. right? It's not that you're not special. No, sure. it's always difficult. Sure, but we all have it. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, but have you have you had any contact from beyond? Have you done any Ouija board work? Have you have you tried to reach out? I don't. Uh, I've never Ouija'd. <laughs> but well, I'm glad you think it's funny. <laughs> Ouija'd is a good term. <laughs> I never Ouija'd, but I uh, my, I have a, a cousin who's got a third eye, as we call it in the Filipino, the freaky Filipino culture, the third eye, who, where, who she can talk to ghosts. And so she's talked to ghosts for now, me. Now, that's just an accepted thing, that uh, the third eye? I get, well, I guess within my family specifically, and apparently it runs in my family having a third eye. And that is some kind of spiritual uh, awakening and connection to the sp- to to the ghost world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were they uh, specifically. It's like someone wants to uh, come. Someone wants to communicate through my cousin to someone, a loved loved one or whatever. And what kind of messages do you get? Um, from my mom specifically, like, uh, look if well, <laughs> what is it? Um. Just sometimes random things like, look at, uh, she's telling me, this is my cousin talking, she'd say like, she's telling me something about buttons. So, I don't know, do what you will with that. Uh, <laughs> yellow car, and uh, if you see uh, this thing, that's when you know she's around. So like, dead, she says dead people, you know, uh, uh, not anthropomorphize, um, they, uh, personify certain things in nature and blah, blah, blah. So like if you see, like, well, my, my mother said she's, if you see a hummingbird, that's no, that's when you know she's around. Did anything come with the buttons? <laughs> no, but I got a lot of buttons. <laughs> you got a lot of human charge to I, I got lots of buttons. A lot of my buttons always fall off. Okay. Um, I don't know what that Lost. means. Loss, yep. buttons. That's right there. Missing the button. Missing button. Mm-hmm. The, the mo- most effective one was uh, when my cousin said, it was like right after my mom died, my cousin was like, uh, your mom says that if you smell this type of baby powder, the specific type of baby powder made by this brand, then that's when you know she's around. Oh. I know. And have you done that? I, I smelled it once. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a smell I specifically uh, attributed to, like, feeling like I knew my mom was home when I smelled that because every time after she showered, she'd slather a bunch of baby powder on her bush to dry it off or whatever. 
Um, That's a specific memory, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I'm an only child, so I, I just, you know. Me too. I saw it all. We see it all. Uh, Why are they so comfortable around us? No, I don't, I don't know. Because we were quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Powdering the bush. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. So that's a smell I, you know, I associated with uh, my mom's presence in general. Yeah, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Uh, now, you do have a podcast as well. I do. The uh, You Talking to Yourself on a Bench. What's it called? It's called Talking to Myself in the Park. In the Park. Mm-hmm. And you do it at Washington Square Park? I do it in all, any park I can get my butt on. Any park. Mm-hmm. What's the most exotic park you've been to? I was recently in London, and I went to the, the London Park, Hyde Park. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. the one you, you want to be in. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very, very polite park clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what everybody sounds like over there. <laughs> that's right. That's the British for you. <laughs> um, but, uh, now, I mean, I could call this show talking to myself in a turtleneck. <laughs> but uh, has it caught on? Has the show caught on? Have you gotten the sponsorships and all that Definitely kind of thing? Definitely not, no. Yeah, yeah. no. I started a Patreon, and then I almost immediately forgot about it. <laughs> no one has made less on Patreon than me. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> That's true. I don't know. That is true. That's designed to not succeed. Uh-huh. That's what that is. <laughs> I think we I capped out at maybe like twenty dollars. Yeah. And it was Oh, you did better than I only my aunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. But people can listen in and they can hear uh, you talking on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. your thoughts. Just me. Do you have my guests? thoughts? Uh, occasionally I'll have a guest. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like to come by sometime. Yeah, oh you should. Yeah. Definitely. I like parks. I like talking. Hmm. Okay. It doesn't have to be London. You don't have to fly me to London. I'll, I'll do something yeah. local. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, now, uh, you, you have to run. You have to go to another show? I do. Okay. Uh, but where, where are you going to perform? Not that show, because that, that's already happening. Mm-hmm. But what, what's another one that's coming up for you? I'm doing a show uh, on Friday yeah. at Vaughn Bar, not too far from here. Sure, on Bleecker. By where uh, the rock and roll John Varvados is, former yeah. CBGB. Yeah. Uh, it was okay as a club. But it's so much better as the John Vervato's uh, store. That's what I always say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let it die. Can you Let commerce rise. Imagine that picture of the Ramones, but then they were in front of a John Barbados. <laughs> I think that would be really Signing cool. an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a city uh, bike. That's punk rock, man. Um, and I, yeah, just ClaireOkane.com in general for, I got a couple, a bunch of shows coming up. That's terrific. Claire O'Kane, ladies and gentlemen. That's so wonderful. Leave it there. That's great. Thank you. Finish up. Hallie's left us. It's just you and me, Cornelius. That's fine. I don't mind. That's Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's much needed and appreciated. Don't fall off. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, great. Okay. I appreciate it. It's great. Let's make shapes. Uh, okay. Uh, our next guest. Oh, oh, friends, friends. It's a talented young comedian that I'm excited to bring up here. Uh, he's been part of the Brooklyn Comedy Festival, uh, lots of other festivals. He's got a podcast as well called Asian Not Asian. For those wondering, I'm not Asian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring up Fumi Abe to the stage. <laughs> there we go. 
Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. This is such a treat, this is great. Isn't it something? Yes, I don't... I love how one always leads before the other one. It's yes, yeah, there's one leader. Kind of like a always pressure, always an alpha and a beta. <laughs> <laughs> in any situation. Fumi, how are you? I'm doing very well. That's very great. sexy space. Thanks it's for having me. It's a very, you. very sexy space. Yes. And a sexy show. And you come from the sexy state of Ohio. Yes! <laughs> you, you might be the only person to ever say that. But that's, that is where I am from. The, the yes. land of, it goes New York and Ohio. That's, that, where that's on the sex, yeah. top sexy list. <laughs> yep. I'm always angling for that number two spot. Now, what part of Ohio are you from? I uh, actually grew up in Columbus. Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Ohio. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Are people right from up. there? Yeah, lots of Columbus there's, people there's here. some fans of the state. Uh, yep, another place that people are happy to leave uh, <laughs> and come to New York. A lot of funny people from Ohio, aren't there? I, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think of other comedians from there. I guess like Drew Carey. Yes, Beth Stelling. Yeah. She's from yep. there. Yeah, And uh, Oh, Chappelle lives there now. Chappelle lives there. there. Always photobombing people. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, I imagine, I've only been there you know, a few times. Okay. <laughs> you ever go up to Grandpa's Cheese Barn? No, what is that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> if you're on the it actually on the sounds road, like your grandpa's place. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, this boy, I tell you something. I wouldn't be hosting this show if I was related to Grandpa with the Cheese Barn. Uh, you go up there, uh, seventy-one or something, okay. and you go from Columbus up to Cleveland. Make oh. a stop at Grandpa's Cheese Barn oh and all kinds of cheeses. You like cheese, Fumi? I do like cheese, yes. Man, this place has got every cheese you could imagine. You got some kind of smoked meats in there, too. Oh you gosh. probably get some pretzel rods. You got some kind of uh, peppermint candies. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? I, actually, I do like cheese, but cheese is actually the Asian people's kryptonite. We're yeah. Very sensitive stomach, so we can't really... That's God telling us that. <laughs> Asian That's people right. have sensitive stomachs. So. Yeah, but you know what's weird? In, uh, in Columbus, we have an Amish community. Yeah. So we would always go there to get cheese and meat and stuff. So go right to the shores. Right. Right to the Amish. Exactly, folks. yeah. yeah. So we didn't have to go up to Cleveland. But I'm, I'll definitely check it out the next time I'm back. Please so do. That best. would be great. And maybe you can book a gig or something up there. I don't know. In the cheese shop? Or yeah, it's kind of a happening <laughs> lunch scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I assume your career is going pretty well, but, you know... Well, if you need, if you a, need little, a spot. Yeah, everyone can use a little cheese shop sure. lift. You, you ever know? spontaneously yeah. do stand-up for anybody? Spontaneously? Yeah. Just like in the middle of conversation? Yeah, or in the middle of a cheese place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's kind of looked down upon in like the comedy community. Like, it, like un, uh, intentionally running a bit by somebody. Yeah. It's a little annoying. Yeah. I try not to do that. I, I do it sometimes um, if I can you know, kind of sneak it in. But I, I try not to do that if I can, yeah. for sure. Well, listen, if you get the laughs... I say go for it. <laughs> Count it as a show. Right. Now, was it difficult? I've been there a couple of times to Ohio. Uh, the Asian population is not the first thing that comes to mind. Right. We are not known for that. No. Right. Well, was it tough growing up there in Columbus? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, weirdly enough, in Columbus, there is a large Japanese population because there's a Honda factory in Maryland, oh. Ohio. And so because of that, a lot of expats go there. So that's one of the reasons why my father moved our family over there, because he's an engineer and he built factories for Honda. So there's like a big Japanese community. Unfortunately, the school district that I went to, my parents didn't want to send me to a school district with a lot of Japanese kids because they didn't want me to speak Japanese at school. So they sent me to a school district that was a little far further away, and I was kind of forced to 
learn English kind of on the go. Yeah. And so my experience was very different from other Japanese kids in that area for sure. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was, it was a little bit difficult at first, but you know, I moved when I was eight and kid, I feel like it, like, like racism starts at like age 10. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody. You know, like at eight, they don't really know what it is. You're just like a dude that you can play dodgeball with. Yeah. So it's very harmonious. And yes. then 10 is where you're like, oh, your eyes are weird, you know? So there's a little bit of time there for sure. Yeah. So 10 on was difficult for ten, you. 10 on was very difficult. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but you, you made it through. Yeah. I'm, when did I'm you here. find comedy within that? Well, I think that. Like immigrants, like kids of immigrants, find different ways to sort of assimilate to a culture, whatever that may be. In yep. my case, it was a predominantly white culture, and you know, some sort of. I guess some people look to academics, some people look to sports, and sure. I don't. I don't have that, so I kind of always use like humor as like a tool to sort of navigate the social scene. So I guess it was just always it was like a defense mechanism for me to like fit in. And this is getting very sad. I'm so sorry, um, but you know, like to fit in, like make friends. So I've always just like tried to pursue comedy in social settings yeah. um, just to make friends, you know? Just sure. To, just to be a part of, just want to be a Buckeye, if you get that reference. <laughs> I do. Oh, <laughs> sure. I do. The great Ohio State. Yeah. Well, Hallie and I played musical instruments. That's how we got through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did do that, too. I had a very, uh, I was doing music before I was doing comedy. So. Oh, really? Yeah. What was your instrument? I started with trumpet. Trumpet. Yes. That's nice. you got to have a nice embouchure to do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One could say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of sounds like a trumpet. That was very good. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it? No, that one did. That one did. That one I got. Okay. All right. Uh, now, um, how long have you been in New York? I moved here in 2008 to go to school. So I've been here for almost, I guess, 10 years. Yeah. Oh, that's a, good, that's a good amount of yeah, time. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. Now, will you go back there for Thanksgiving? You know, my family does not live there anymore, so I only go back for weddings. And what stuff happened like to them? Where are they? <laughs> well, they're still alive. Okay, um, good. <laughs> my sister's in Boston, and yep. then my parents moved to Mexico uh, for a similar reason as to why they moved to Ohio in the first place, my dad's job. They're just building more factories over there. So. Okay. Right. All right. He's a lifelong Honda employee? Uh, he actually works for like a company that does business with Honda. Okay. Uh, they like build factories for Honda mufflers and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things happening in Central America. So that's, that's why he's there. Okay. Yeah. That seems nice. So, so, there, so you spend uh, Thanksgiving with friends? I'm actually, I'm actually leaving tomorrow to go to Peru. I try to travel during Boy, Thanksgiving. Boy, that's the birthplace of Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, I try to, you know, I don't do Thanksgiving with my family that often, so I try yeah. to travel. I, I go, you know, I try to go somewhere. That, that'll um, be tremendously exciting. Yes, I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah. Were you going to hike something? No, we're going to just kind of cruise up to Machu Picchu. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know cruise if you can tell my body. Cruise up to Machu Picchu. Yeah, I'm not a hiker. No. No, no take a, take, <laughs> No, by all means, take a car. <laughs> yes, so we're taking a bus. We're not that rich. We're taking a bus. Um, Yo, take a bus. Now, that's yes. good for the environment. Take a bus. <laughs> All the way up to that sacred yeah. site. Yeah. <laughs> Just chug along. Only diesel or something. You know, good. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're an adventurous person. Are you an adventurous person, Fumi? Um, I think within, like, the metropolis area, I am. You know, within New York, I'm fairly adventurous. Like, yep. if you want to take me to, like, a weird 
sex party thing, like I'll be, I'm down. I'll just like, I'll just go to watch. I'll just, I'm, I'm down. I will never judge you for inviting me to like a weird thing. But in terms of like hiking and stuff like Hold that. Hold on. Now, <laughs> number one, that wasn't my first thought. I'd, ha I'd be happy for you to join us. But just watching is not, that's looked down upon. Oh, okay. Okay, well, at, the, I, at the sex party circuit. Okay. If you're coming with us, you got to participate. Okay, I, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah, that's okay. You can't just, you know, recede into the background. Ah, I see. All right, you got to be an active member. <laughs> okay, leave your keys in the bowl and we'll get to it. <laughs> I'd like to think that I'm an adventurous person. You look like you. But I was watching that new Star Trek show. Have you watched any of that? Is it on Hulu? It on? It's on a, some kind of CBS All Access. I paid $300 to have this streaming service. <laughs> and it's just marvelous. I, I, I get all the murder she wrote and all the Magnum wow. PI. It's great. Really, really great. Really great. CBS is the best network. And, uh, uh, but I saw on there a lady uh, puts on the spacesuit and she just shoots off towards something. Mm -hmm. And you think, nah, no way. No way, because if you're in Starfleet, you know how this is going to go. Right. You're going to end up in some kind of Klingon situation, <laughs> and that's going to spark a war. I don't need to do that. Let the robot go. Incidentally, they had a very sexy robot on the show, <laughs> <laughs> and she, I guess she died. I don't know. Her, her, define, define sexy robot, please. <laughs> she has a robot face, but a, la a lady body. That'll do it. That'll do it. And I was like, yes, please. But her, her console started sparking, so I guess she's dead. Oh, and it made me think that maybe all that Star Trek needs is like a good surge suppressor. Because all the time, anytime they get attacked, it sparks from the, you know, the console. That's a very good point. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, who needs a DJ? This is a theremin player. That's <laughs> yeah. all you need. It's all you need. You ought to do it. Famously, one of the first uses, I think, of the theremin uh, was the Star Trek theme. It's actually a myth. It's actually a myth. It was an opera singer, but it sounds like a theremin. I sit corrected. <laughs> Thank you, Cornelius. Uh, <laughs> a lot of knowledge in that shiny shirt. <clears throat> yeah. But now, now the show that you have, Asian, Not Asian, yes. what happens on that? Incidentally, everybody has a podcast? Do you have a podcast, Hallie? You know, I had one, and um, it, it, it's no longer. You had one, but it's no longer. Oh, yeah. Okay. It yeah, might be time for me to stop doing it. That's what I... Everybody has one now. You have one, too? What? This is... You're on it. Oh, this is the podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. Where's the... Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a live thing. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. It's all there. Uh, yeah, everybody does have a podcast. That's I okay. It's only been going for 10 years. Why should you know about it? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it's Okay. Yeah, everybody does have a podcast in New York. That's like a thing. I, yeah. I read some like New Yorker or like New York Times headline that said like that's you know uh, a New Yorker having a podcast is the equivalent of like a suburban person having a child. You know, yes. that's kind of the thing. So I do have a podcast, yeah. but ours is different. Ours is different. Uh, it's about it's about Asian people. Yes, yes, and you determine what is Asian and what is not Asian. Well, our tagline is it's two Asian guys not from Asia talking about American issues no American gives a fuck about. It's sort of our thing. So it's kind of like. Desus Amaro or Daily Show, but we talk about 
things that are happening in the news that including Asian people. And we kind of just dissect it, analyze it from, you know, just like a comedic perspective. And I guess a little bit of academic. My co-host is very smart. Yes, good. Um, that's good. So that's good. And I'm dumb. So that's also good for the podcast. That's kind of like our dynamic. And, you know, it's good. We've gotten some traction. Some people have recognized, recognized us when we're walking around and stuff. So, it, you know, it's got, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to get that Asian base, you know, get that Asian base. And then the podcast is for everybody. I'm not trying to be racist yeah. up here. No, but, no. you know, yeah. we got to start with the base and then we can, we can expand, to, expand to other races. That's um, right. No, I'm that's trying. I'm trying to build the base of wellness professionals, and then <laughs> go out. Go, it's a slow build, though. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Give yourself ten years and see. <laughs> Maybe you'll get Casper Mattress to come in and sponsor you. But it sounds very exciting. Now, are you going to do some stand-up set? You got some shows, some festivals coming up. Yeah. Um, so I actually produce a show not too far from here. It's every third Wednesday called Hack City. I do it with the guy I run the podcast with. Yeah. Uh, I won't be there this month. It's actually happening next Wednesday. It's free, yeah. eight o'clock at Black Cat LES. That's one seventy-two Rivington. It's like a block or two away from here. Okay. I'm not going to be there, but you should go. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to come see me. Specifically, um, you gotta I'll go be, to Peru. Yes, I'll be doing some, uh, you know, jokes for the llamas up in, up in Machu Picchu. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll be at UCB Hell's Kitchen on the thirtieth at seven thirty. Okay, I don't remember what the name of the show is called, but I'll be, I'll be there. That's great. Yes. That's all we need. Yes. Just knowing you, you are there. <laughs> it gives me comfort. Will allow yes. me to sleep tonight. <laughs> Fumiabe, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. That's great. All right. Yes, please. That's why I put three chairs there. All right, our, our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, I've wanted to have her on the program for at least eight years or so. It's been a long haul to get her here, and I'm so glad she is. She's a gifted performer and writer and producer currently at work on the new episodes of Murphy Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Laura Kraft. Nice to see you, Laura. Absolutely. I, I put my bag right there so I can keep my eye on it. Okay, we'll keep New an York. eye. New York, New <laughs> York. I don't trust it. No, no. I always keep things in the front pocket. Everybody robs and steals from you in New York. It's a very big city. <laughs> a lot of right. crime. A lot of hungry people out there uh, looking to steal things. Oh, they will steal. <laughs> yes, yeah. Now, you are uh, usually in Los Angeles. I am. Yeah. That's where you live. I, I live in Los... I just want to apologize for my outfit. What's the matter with it? I hate what I'm wearing. I look so stupid. I just want you to know, I can look so cute. <laughs> I have it in me. And I just don't look cute. And I just apologize because everybody out there looks cute. And I love black on black. It's wonderful. I'm not even, I'm not even fishing for compliments. Wow. I have it in me to look... I just... This is not... This is not what it could be. Uh, Laura, we're starting in a deficit. Let's start from a position of strength. Okay. You're doing so many wonderful things. You live in Los Angeles. Well, my You're strength working... is that I have other things at home that would look better. <laughs> but nobody knows. I have a secret strength. It's like a superpower. Yeah. My superpower is I have better things to wear at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, someday we'll see you in someday. different outfits. Yeah, I That's hope fun. so. I hope yeah. so. You could start a kind of lifestyle blog. Sure. Don't yeah. wear this or this. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm very happy to be here. Well, I'm happy you're here. And it really has taken a long time to get you. Our yes. schedule's finally aligned, and it's, you're going to disappear again in a I'm couple leaving. of weeks. In a couple of weeks. Go Just back in to, two weeks and five days. Yeah. And we, roughly. You think you're going to come back? Never. <laughs> Never well, going to come back. I'm really <laughs> glad. I'm really glad you're here. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you live out there in Los Angeles. We tried to get together. It didn't quite happen, but now it has. Uh, and uh, there's so much I want to talk about. Uh, I mean, Laura. for you, Here's, like, I'm in the epicenter of it all for you. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, now, speaking of that, uh, the other night, because I'm somebody that goes through Instagram as a kind of calming mechanism for myself, I scroll through it and I look at everybody else doing these wonderful things and living such wonderful lives. And there's always somebody, you know, holding hands on a beach. There's a lot of people, I don't know who the photographer is, but they're often p pictured from behind and you get a nice, like, where are you? You know, you're on the uh, Tulum. That's wonderful. But I saw Machu on... Picchu. on <laughs> we're going to get Poor some Machu good ones. Machu Picchu. <laughs> Instagram. This yeah. guy. They're yeah. all... Yeah. Chunk, 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 chunk. Machu Picchu, hey <laughs> Right. Chunk, 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 chunk. Hashtag up, best life. Beef, beef, beef. But I saw that on your Instagram that you were at Sardi's the other night. I was at Sardi's. Yes. Now, the thing that reason that that stood out for me was because that night that you posted it, I was also at Sardi's. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can you imagine? We were both there at the same time. Well, I, I have to tell you, that was my first time at Sardi's. And that I, was my first time at Sardi's. Why didn't you come up and say hi to me? <laughs> no, I didn't see you until I saw it on Instagram. And maybe we weren't there at exactly well, the same time. Well, can I tell you why I'm, I'm going to go back? Me too. Why aren't we there all the time? Well, I'm going to go. My nephew, here's where I start family bragging. Yes. So I, I'm one of seven. Yeah. I have 22 nieces and nephews. And one of my nephews is on Broadway right now. Pretty good. To Kill a Mockingbird. And I went hey. to see him. Yes. And then I took a bunch of nieces and nephews and a brother and some assorted family members to Sardi's. Yes, as one for does. For drinks and french fries <laughs> and one yeah. rice pudding, if I may brag. Wow, and my goal big is spender, I wanna, big spender. Oh, I, I was like, you can have whatever <laughs> side order thing that comes in a bowl. Anything that comes in a bowl. I'm talking soup, fries, rice pudding. Yes. Or scotch for me with one <laughs> onion. Um, really? <laughs> uh, but I want to get my nephew's drawing. I want to get a drawing of my nephew on the wall. Yes. Sardi's, of course, famous for all the great caricatures of uh, Broadway stars, actors, that kind of thing, and a Broadway institution. Yes. So this is the second time that he's been on Broadway in two years. And I was started pushing for it with the owner. Yeah. And my nephew was mortified. But that's what my role is to be the outside person who does the things that you can't say that you want. Yeah. You know, like I will be like, he likes you. You know, I'm that person. And do, or, how, how did that go with the owner? Um, I got 50% off for the cast of To Kill Mockingbird um, on Wednesdays between the two matinee and evening <laughs> show. And, uh, and I'm nothing. laying the groundwork for his drawing. Jeff Daniels is on the wall. Yeah. I said, well, there's a lot of people that you think maybe could rotate out. Yeah, I mean, don't you think they should put my nephew up? He's very talented. Yes, yes. yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and maybe don't get the guy that did Brian Cranston's caricature because that, that is... Was, I saw that. Yeah, that's a stretch. That was a stretch. It looked like I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just... not good at caricatures. <laughs> no. But Jeff Daniels was actually very good. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. I saw that one too. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I can't believe you were there. Why were you there? Uh, well, you know, it's a night out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 
You see a Broadway show, you go over there. Did you see a Broadway show? I did. I saw part of the comedy festival, so uh, I oh. went out there and I thought, boy, this is going to be great. And it's, I, it's, right? it's, it's got a little bit of an airport restaurant it vibe. It is like, it is. Here's the thing. Don't trust red carpets. <laughs> if you go to a restaurant with a red carpet, yeah. you know what you're getting. Mm, mm, mm. It's always going to be the restaurant with the red carpet. Yeah. But I will say this for Sardis. Yeah. Wonderful French fries. Yeah, very good French fries. <laughs> yeah, yes. so scotch yeah. and French fries. Yep. That's it. Yep. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little little senior home thank vibe. You, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Red red carpet. But I don't want it to change and I want to be there yeah. all the time. Me too. Yes. I'd yeah. like to go back there. Yeah, I'm Well, go back. I'm shocked that that wasn't a, a favorite haunt of yours when you because you used to live here for well, a while. Well, I do bit. wear a lot of capes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Sardis would be like a very good velvet cape place. Yes. Like, I'd like some fries. <laughs> you know, it's very yeah. capes and long gloves. Yep. Yep. A lot of taking. Oh yes. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What a night! <laughs> no, that's yeah. My sardis, and my yes. beret, yes. my head, both my boobs. <laughs> Fries, please. <laughs> Keep them coming, barkeep, or I'll take off my butt. <laughs> Screw off my butt. Yep, yep. And absolutely, done. whole body yep. experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, one of the places you leave with a big. Do you know where else I just went? What's that? So I'm in New York. I've been here since mid-July. I'm leaving in two weeks. And I am just going to every place I've wanted to be. And I just went, speaking of faces you can screw off and put on the table, Yeah. I went to the Friars Club. Oh, yeah. For a dinner. How was that? A lot of faces you can screw off and... And put on the table? Possibly. Wow. It was really cool. <laughs> I've it's not been so there. Cool. I've been to the one in Los Angeles, but I haven't been to the one here. Yeah, it is really neat. Like, lots of pictures of just famous comedians. It is yeah. just like... You got to get there. I don't know quite how I got there. I think somebody I was eating dinner with is, belongs to the yeah. Friars world. You know people. Oh, I do know people. Yeah. Yes, okay. Oh, I knew. <laughs> I, also, I also play instruments. I want, I just oh, want, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Piano and flute. Oh. I'm, and I'm, a, I'm in an all-flute band called Flute Friends. Fl- fl- flute Friends? Yes. <laughs> we play covers. <laughs> Wonder, that's wonderful, Cornelius. Sound bath. Yeah, it's, it's a sound bath, like being out in <laughs> Joshua Tree, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We're out in the uh, Integratron. What is that thing called? That's right. That's yeah. Uh, now, uh, what what kind of covers do you play in the flute band? We did covers of pop songs arranged for four flutes. <laughs> and I got to tell you, a little flute friends goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. That's what we discovered. Yeah. <laughs> we booked one time years ago. We booked a whole night at like Brooklyn Pool or Brooklyn, one of those like sure. those two venues. The the Kind of a big splashy night. We invited all of our friends, and we started performing. And we were like five measures into the first song, and it hit us at the same time that it hit the audience. That a little flute friends goes a long way. Plenty. So we yeah. stopped the show. And we bought everyone beers. <laughs> yeah. We're like you don't need to see this. Three songs in, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're like, you know, truncated song in between two stand-up acts. Yeah. That's yes, that's good. Yeah. But now, when you were living here, you were uh, a writer on the first original series, of the Colbert Report. I was, yeah. Yeah. So when that thing started off, what's it like to write for a character hosting a talk show? <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, pretty not pretty not that hard. Pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, I had a really good time doing it. Um, that character, uh, you know, I have to be honest. When I submitted on that show, I had never, se- I didn't have TVs or cables like or the Hallie, cables, yeah. and I uh, and I hadn't. 
I wasn't that, I was involved in politics, but I wasn't that up to date on news. But I am now. I know the news. Um, but so, but I did know stuffed shirt white men. Yeah. I'm um, from the North Shore of Chicago, and I get it. And yeah. so I just sort of, I, I, it was really fun to write um, from, I will say this, from a strong point of view, you can say anything because he was such an idiot that you could say anything and just be like, it wasn't him. Was that idiot? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, now, what is it like to you? Of course, you were writing for a character during a kind of dark political time. Yeah. And I now can't here you are. Dark political time. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the point. Here you are. You know, a decade later or so. Yeah. Uh, times arguably darker, and uh, you're able to write for a new character. Can you believe that? Uh, Murphy Brown. So lucky. That's amazing. Yeah, it's <gasps> been really so fun, and yeah. the show is. Um, we take a lot of the current things that are happening in the world of journalism and the news and the world around us, and uh, we write. For example, I had an episode that uh, that I wrote that aired, and we keep we write things, and then the and then that will happen in real life after we've already shot it. Yeah. So, for example, I wrote an episode where there was a Bannon-like character that um, wanted to had just left the administration and had come out with a book and wanted to come on to Murphy Brown and sort of go tete-a-tete -tete with Murphy Brown, sort of like, uh, you know, Frost Nixon or, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Buckley, yeah. uh, Gore Vidal, sort of like a mm -hmm. take her down. A grand debate. Yeah. yeah. And it was, and the whole show was sort of like, should we have this guy on? Are we fanning the flames? Is it, you know, um, is it actually news? Is it, are we being the news, which is not journalism? Anyway, so we, that's the show. We shot it. And then Bannon and the New Yorker Festival happened right after that. Yeah. So. Predicting cool. things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the show is wonderful. <laughs> I, I like having it back. And Me I didn't too. realize, I don't know what ASMR is, but I don't know something what that is. about, I think that's when people whisper into a microphone and you're somehow soothed by it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which would probably be very lucrative for me, but uh, I I would realize once I heard Miles' voice and Corky and Frank Fontana and Candace Murphy's voice, it was so soothing to me to just hear it on in the other room. Did it, uh, yeah, don't watch it. No, I, I will never well, watch it. Turn it on and go and <laughs> vacuum the den. No, no, no. I was I was lured in and sure, I, sure. I watched the show, but uh, it was just I was so comforted by that. It, I'm happy they're did back. You, did you have it? Uh, did, was it on? So it was on before from 1988 to 1998. Yes. Was that a time in your life where maybe your mother watched it and you were in her lap because you were like 22? <laughs> that, that, that's about right. Yeah. No, we were a politically engaged family and that was a thing. Dinner would finish and you'd come on in. And as I said, CBS, great network. And I, we we just sit down and we watch uh, Murphy Brown and get a, get up to speed on things. I loved it. I I mean I have to say my, it was my mother's favorite show. Yeah. Um and uh, uh, yeah I mean I I really I don't want to sound what my mother recently passed away and I'm, so I'm sorry to hear that. Thank yeah. you. Did you kill her? No. You didn't, right? <laughs> no, I didn't. That would be so awkward. No. I would have to kill you. <laughs> but I don't be, think you did. That'd be rough. Yeah. Um. But anyway, but, but I. But now feel like, when my mother died. You didn't kill her. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy, okay. All right, this is tough. Well, Any, it was your anyhow, mother and the pillow, and it was just so easy. <laughs> no, I know she. In some ways, she was asking she for talked it. Talked a lot. So much about Murphy Brown. Oh, she was like, "Don't you love Murphy Brown?" And I was like, "Woman, <laughs> I know. Damn suck quail. this pillow." <laughs> yes. She did. Yes, it got dark, Laura. Okay, what? Welcome, <laughs> welcome to. Here's the thing. You know, okay. So I'm working.
working with a group of men, and, and uh, you know, I start off sort of like quiet, and then I sort of get cute girl, and then they, there's a day, and this has happened on every job I've ever had, where I'm walking to the parking lot or the subway, depending on where I am, and somebody goes, you're dark. <laughs> I don't know, lately I'm like, yeah, fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah. Get into it. Yes, absolutely. Wear a cape at Sardis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wear a, a mask. Yeah, sure. Get some opera glasses. Yeah, I don't sure. know what dark people do, but <laughs> cuter outfits than I have on yeah. now. I have such. Oh. But you enjoy working on the show? I do. I really, really yeah. do. And you we said you were a little a, shy around Candace. I did. I told you that in privacy off stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am. I'm a huge fan of Candace Bergen. She's so funny. America's sweetheart. She's just really funny, and she can just take any joke. Her timing is so specific. I don't know anybody yeah. else who has timing like she does. And she'll just find the moment in the joke, and, and she's just so original. And I've just been, I remember I read her autobiography, um, her first auto, she's written two. Her first when I was pretty young, and I just love her as a character. She's had such a weird life. If you're ever like, you know when you're watching YouTube late at night yeah. and you've already watched um, kids getting gifts of pets from their parents yeah. and then vets being welcomed home by their pets, yeah. then the colorized Nuremberg trials, yeah. then you get to What's My Line. Yes. And uh, What's My Line, there's a Candace Bergen and her dad. Her, it's just so interesting to me that she's a child of Hollywood, but she's a child of Hollywood where her dad was a vaudevillian who had like a ventriloquist act right. on the radio. Yep. And he somehow landed a model. Her mother was beautiful, <laughs> right. of course. Yep. Puppetry even on back the radio. Then they landed models. Very difficult. It was the pre Maroon Five or whatever. Still landed models. And uh, <laughs> and and then they, you, Candace Bergen is born into this world of yep. like meeting the most interesting people of the time, and then and is so beautiful. If I was that pretty, I'd be such an asshole. But she's so beautiful, and then is also funny. Yeah. I don't know. I'm endlessly yeah. fascinated no, by she's, her. She's I terrific. love her. You know what we had at home was a Charlie Bergman uh, uh, spoon. What is that? Yeah. Well, like a spoon, but it had the little character. That was his name, right? Charlie, yeah, Charlie, Charlie McCarthy. Charlie McCarthy. Charlie McCarthy. Like, I want to eat the chocolate pudding with Charlie McCarthy spoon. That's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's mostly lead. <laughs> it's half lead, half asbestos. It's not, it's not a safe. That's and right. delicious it's throughout. Not safe. It's not safe. But now you were also at Second City in Chicago. I was in Second City. Did yeah. you start there? Um, I guess so. I mean, yeah. I came up through improv uh, in, in the Chicago scene in the '90s. Um, improv Olympic. I studied with Del Close, yeah. who invented long form improv, yeah. and uh, and then I was hired at Second City. Yeah. But yeah. And who was there at, at the time? Um, I came up with. Um, I don't know, Amy Poehler, Rachel Dratch, Tina Fey. But somebody um, we've heard of. Uh, <laughs> uh, God, I wish I had uh, access to multimedia, but I live in a cave. <laughs> no, a lot, of, a lot of people were happy. Were, yes, were I was there like in, yeah. when everybody, everybody I'm friends with is now a movie star. And I name drop people, but I'm not name dropping. It's just like, you know, now they're a movie star. That's, they, that's just and, the uh, path. And I, but I will say, everyone who's a movie star is great. I don't know anybody who's a movie star who's not great. So, you well, know, sometimes you, I don't know about you, but from the outside, before I knew movie yeah. stars, I was like, that guy did something. Yeah. You know, he murdered somebody for some yeah. Warner brother or somebody. But no, they're all like really great. It's, it seems like, and Talented. I've only heard some things, some of them not so great. No, all great. Oh, okay. All right. You tell me who you don't like, <laughs> and I will kill you with my bare hands. No, all they're right. all great. No, okay. All right. All right. I don't know. I feel like Clooney's okay. I don't know, Clooney. He's yeah. a movie star, though. Yeah. I do think I would be friends with him. Yeah, we all do. Do you know, can I tell you? Here's how I that's, fantasize about that's me. That's why he's so great. 
Me with I'll drink stars. that terrible coffee from him. I don't care. He's on my list of people who I sort of, when I go, I run every morning. Yeah. And I always fantasize that, you know, either like David Bowie pulls me on stage. He's like, Laura, will you, would you mind singing Young Americans? I'm like, okay. You know, like I'm always yeah. doing them a favor. Yeah. Um, or I'm so famous and I'm always like nice about it, but I know that they have to buy me some ice cream afterwards because I did them a favor. Uh, I sang Young Americans at a sold out studio, uh, sold out football stadium <laughs> again. Yep. David, sit down. Yeah. Let, give me the mic. Sorry, guys. It's me singing Young Americans to a football stadium full of people. Um, but I also fantasize that I'm such good friends with people like, you know, Clooney or Bill Murray or somebody, yep. that we go to a restaurant and we just talk. We don't talk. We just sit there. We don't need to talk. We know each other that well. Yeah. Just in sync. Getting the French onion soup? Yeah, me too. Mm. So what a surprise, Bill Murray. <laughs> Getting the French onion soup again. <laughs> like that's that's our yeah. relationship. Yeah. And Clooney's on that list. Yeah. Tilda Swinton, Debbie Harry, George okay. Clooney, Bill Murray. Yeah. This Hang guy, up. Pietro Nivola, who's an urban planner who just passed away, but I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. I don't know if you guys like highway design, but if you do, get into it. He's got a great book on Some highway enthusiasts highway here tonight? Pietro Nivola. Yeah, sure. He was at the Brookings Institution. Yeah, I'm that's a huge great. Fan. Yeah. yeah, it sounds exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, now, will you, will you have a big family? Will you have a big Thanksgiving dinner? Um, as I said, my mom died. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Well, that Everyone just means that like, the, tor the torch has been passed. Somebody um, else has to step forward. Yeah, we're sort of spread out. I'm actually going to go. I'm going to help cook uh, Thanksgiving in New Jersey. Okay. I have a sister there. Oh, good. With six kids. and Yeah. Good. Will you yeah. make some recipes that were important to your mother? Um, my mother was a terrible cook, so I will not be making <laughs> cheese popcorn pulled, poured into a bowl. Yeah. Um, I will actually, <laughs> nor will I be making huh. Stouffer's lasagna and Diet Coke. Yeah. I will actually cook something with, like, vegetables. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> yeah. sounds really good. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> and, Laura, the show, uh, Murphy Brown, is going to continue? Yeah, Thursdays at 9.30. Yep. Check it out. I, uh, yeah. Please watch it. I don't know. I really love it. I love it too. I, yeah. I sincerely, it's I really funny. like it. It's, it's still, really it's still writers. got it. It's yeah. the same thing. It is. I, I really like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Laura Kraft, everybody. Thank you. So great. Thank you for having uh, me. And let's uh, uh, hear it for all of our guests tonight: Laura Kraft, Fumi Abe, Claro Kane, and Hallie Haas. Cornelius Loy back there, the Deep Night Dancers. Thanks to everybody at the Slipper Room. I'm Dale Seaver. Thank you, and remember, although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Thanks for being here, everybody. Well, there it is. We had fun. <laughs> I'm telling you, come out to one of these things. Personalized reading this week goes out to Kippy Danders of North Chote, Illinois. If you ever start to feel your ego creep in, uh, consider this. <laughs> everybody has one now. You have one, too? What, this is, you're on it. Oh, this is the podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. Where's the, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I thought this was a live thing. Um. I mean, what am I even doing? <laughs> All right. Cosmic numbers this week are 530 and 14, which correspond to the pounds of green beans, potatoes, and pumpkin fritters I plan on consuming this Thanksgiving. I hope you have a fine evening, and I give thanks to you for listening Deep Night with Dale is produced by James Bewley. Season 11 podcast icon designed by Candice Roisma. Deep Night theme by Zach Gabbard. Music heard throughout the show is provided by the talented roster of Howler Hills Farm in Ohio. Plus some other stuff that 
Dale finds online and downloads to a secret folder. Poster artwork this season provided by Ronalhorn Industries' Maria Nguyen and Scott Balmer, among others. Live shows every other month at the Slipper Room. Studio services provided by Harvest Works in New York City. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to the show on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and catch some episodes on YouTube. Now it's time to close up the portal and leave you with Gaia's blessings once more. Goodbye. Yeah.